This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Record low numbers. That's what we're hearing about the salmon fishery here on the West Coast. So much so that those who are involved in it, those who rely on that fishery, are really raising the alarm about the dire straits that the industry finds itself in. How bad is it? Well, joining us now is Joy Thorkelson, who's the president of the United Fishermen and Allied Workers Union. Joy, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Have you seen anything like this before, kind of the, the state of the industry right now? No, I've been I've been working in the industry for 45 years, and I've never seen um, a total collapse of almost all stocks uh, coastwide in British Columbia. Did we, do you feel like this was coming? Did we see signs of this leading up to this year? Well, the it, it's really an ocean uh, problem. We've had um, um, problems that could be related to local issues uh, for many, many years now and exacerbated by what's been going on in the ocean. So, for example, in 2009, we saw uh, the big Fraser failure that led to, not as big as this year, I want to say, but that led to the Cohen Inquiry. And then in 2010, we had the largest sockeye run, uh, that anybody had seen in, you know, probably 100 years returning to the Fraser. So so it, the the ocean has been very... Um, unpredictable? Has, 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 unpredictable. It used to be kind of a steady eddy with its productivity, and now it's very unpredictable. And so I guess sooner or later we are going to get to the point where everything on the coast uh, collapsed. Is that... That's a pretty strong word to say collapsed. Do you feel like that's where we are right now? Well, I certainly know that um, that fisheries managers are describing uh, what happened on the NAS and the Skeena and on the Fraser uh, as, as a collapse. Um, other areas of the coast, um, we had enough fish to uh, satisfy spawning requirements in other areas of the coast, and uh, but there was no leftovers for fishing, right? There was nothing to uh, exceed uh, spawning requirements that we and we only fish when it exceeds the spawning requirements. When we use the word collapse, it reminds me of of kind of talking about what we saw on the East Coast with the cod fishery. Do you see similarities with that? Uh, Not really. Uh, There's certainly some similarities. There was ocean productivity problems on the East Coast when that happened. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen next year. That's always the problem. Uh, You know, like this year, Bristol Bay had the largest number of sockeye returning ever, and that is... Look, I think the, the the run size was like 42 million fish uh, sockeye that returned to Bristol Bay. It was it was um, if not the largest, the second largest on record, and that's in the very very north of Alaska, right around the Aleutian Islands. And so they had record returns there, and they've had very good fishing, um, uh, very good returns uh, to Russia and uh, to China, and and on our side of the ocean, for, except for Bristol Bay, it's been um, uh, the Alaska did extremely poorly, even though they have lots of hatchery fish. Their hatcheries uh, saw small returns this year. Uh, we saw uh, next to nothing in the British, British Columbia coast, and there's uh, huge issues in Washington and Oregon as well. So then what can we do? Like, do we just wait and see if this is a pattern, wait until next year, or what, what should happen here? Well, that's what we're worried about because it's the the if there's no availability of salmon to catch, then uh, what do we do with our harvesting uh, capacity? 
And we need to meet with the Department of Fisheries and Oceans. We don't have a climate adaptation strategy, and obviously uh, this is a big wake-up call. We need one. We don't know what the fish are going to do next year, if they're going to turn on large numbers. Uh, what we do know is four years from now, we will have be uh, trying to rebuild out of this hole. So four years from now, I, I don't expect uh, fishermen will be fishing either. Or if they will, it will be on very small returns. So we need a strategy on how to handle climate change uh, for our industry. And, uh, and we need that to develop that climate change strategy, I would think, uh, within the next year. It sounds so like I'm you're, hoping you're talking about scaling down the size of the industry here permanently. Well, I don't know if it, I think that's part, that could be part of it. I don't want to presuppose anything. There's also, um, at one time, we used to have an A license that uh, you could uh, move from one fishery to another fishery, so you could participate. If salmon didn't do well, you could participate in crabs or in halibut. Now the department has changed the licensing scheme, so you have to buy into those fisheries, and nobody can afford to do so. So, you know, we might want to look at some licensing changes, FOPO, um, the uh, Fisheries and Oceans Committee of Parliament uh, wrote a report uh, last spring, and DFO is supposed to be implementing um, part of that FOPO report, give us an implementation schedule, and that called for radical changes uh, to licensing on this coast. So, you know, I think that's one of the things where we can talk about the impacts of, lic- uh, of uh, climate change and see if we can use licensing as one of the weapons to um, uh, to help us deal, or one of the tools in our toolbox to help us deal with uh, climate change for the commercial industry. And we also have shore workers and um, and workers who work on packers and people who mend nets. And, and it's not just, um, it's not a small industry. We have lots of spin-off uh, industries that rely on the commercial industry. And, and we need to talk um, about their community impacts if, if we do downsize. We have an election imminent happening here uh, in Canada. Is this the time to talk about this? And is this the way to get or have you been able to get the attention of any major political party? Well, certainly the British Columbia government is is uh, aware and, and they say they've been talking to uh, the Minister of Fisheries and also to the um, uh, to the Minister of Unemployment Insurance. We need disaster relief now because um, pe- people haven't made any earnings since uh, uh, for a year. Uh, last salmon season was the last time salmon fishermen and shore workers made any earnings. So we need, we need something to tide them over. Otherwise, fishermen are going to lose their boats. Uh, people are going to move out of the industry. And it's difficult to find experienced crew people now because um, uh, the returns uh, uh, to, for fishing have not been that great. And uh, we need to um, ensure that we have a skilled commercial fleet for the future. There's no doubt that protein is going to be in, an issue all across the world. And, um, and we need to make sure that we manage our fisheries in a manner where we're still going to have an industry mm-hmm. and the people that are left in the industry can make a living. But this year, we need to help people who were just, um, I mean, this is a huge disaster. It's like you know, it's 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 a closure of uh, unprecedented. Um, it's it's just unprecedented to have the whole coast closed and and no fishermen able to make a living anywhere. So this year, you're saying they need help, and then we should wait and see what happens in future years. No, I think this year we need help, and then what we need to do is is have a climate adaptation strategy that is discussed amongst uh, all of the fisheries because this year is salmon. Maybe, maybe next year it'll be halibut or red cod or or pollock or hake. You know, we don't know. So, mm-hmm. 
we need to uh, have a strategy on how to adapt and so we can quickly adapt, so our fishermen can quickly adapt. So they're not coming back to the public purse year after year after year, but that we have a plan for how we're going to uh, make sure that fishermen are able to make a living, the industry is able to survive, people of Canada are able to... um, um, I mean, you know, you want to find that fish this year, you're not yeah. going to find a salmon that's, uh, that was caught in Canada. So we, we need to be able to, to have a Canadian resource that we can use for food. Um, and so we need to ensure that our freshwater habitat is uh, resilient. And I think the provincial and federal governments have uh, many announcements on how much money they're going to spend on habitat uh, restoration. And that's good. But the big uh, anomaly, of course, the big unknown is the is the um, what's going on out in the ocean. So we can have um, we can look after our freshwater habitat and still have a disaster for commercial fishing in the marine areas. Joy, thank you very much for your time on this today. Thank you. That's Joy Thorkelson, president of the United Fishermen and Allied Workers Union, sounding the alarm about what has happened to the salmon industry this year. They said there's so much uncertainty. They don't know. Is next year going to bounce back? Or they just do they need to start thinking about seriously scaling down the size of this?